everybody. Welcome to episode number 89 of the Debt-Free Dad podcast. So I am really excited about today's topic. This has been something that's been on the list of things to talk about, and I'm excited we're getting to it today. So my daughter received a gift at her two-year-old birthday party, which crazy enough is coming up on a year ago already. She's going to be turning three very soon. And one of the gifts included something that kind of shocked me. And she had received this toy purse, and inside this toy purse included multiple different items. But one of the things that shocked me that was inside that toy purse was a plastic credit card. And amazingly enough, I mean, my name's Defree Dad, and that's what we go by on this show. And it's like, I didn't even really make that immediate connection. Like, is this a good idea for my two-year-old daughter to already have this credit card? And it got me thinking, you know, are toys like that already grooming kids to believe that credit cards and debt products are normal? And we're going to talk about it all on today's show. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast, where we're helping normal, everyday people learn how to save money and kick debt so they can live a happier and stress-free life. Now, here's your host, Debt-Free Dad, Brad Nelson. Hey, hey, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to today's show. You can find me on Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, or Instagram. Just search Brad Nelson, Debt-Free Dad, and uh, we would love to connect with you on one of those social platforms. So guys, I'm excited about today's conversation because I I think, you know, it's, it's something that we need to talk about. And, and we talk about the fact that money is a very taboo topic. And we also talk about how, you know, one of the three reasons that keeps most people in debt is really how they were raised. Um, you know, those behaviors are learned very early on. And, uh, you know, this gift, you know, Avery's birthday gift, and I'm, I'm going to share this, you know, if you're watching this on, uh, on our YouTube channel, or if you want to jump off the podcast and go over to the YouTube channel, I'm going to show what this, what this purse looked like. Uh, but essentially Avery's birthday gift was, was this, what they call as a, uh, Fisher price, the laugh and learn my smart purse, right? And inside this, now there were five and I'm, and I'm going to give you the description. This was on the actual box too. This was written right on the box, which I don't have anymore. But I took it off the box that I found on the web, which is the same box, obviously, how this was packaged. But obviously, inside um, is the little, and it's still talking. Sorry, I should probably turn it off. <laughs> but inside this thing is a plastic green credit card with numbers and even like the little chip on it. And it's signed by sis. Isn't that cute, right? <laughs> and this is the description of this purse it says, learning fun never goes out of style. This adorable purse helps your baby learn, mind you, baby, learn about numbers, colors, opposites, and more while offering up fun early role play. With the laugh and learn, my smart purse, little ones can carry, listen to this, guys, the five must-have accessories, cell phone, bracelet, keys, a mirror, and of course, guys, a freaking credit card, right? <laughs> I mean, this was there pretty. Was, wait, there was no cash in it. No cash. No, I couldn't believe it. A cre- and, and it and it says credit card, not debit card. It said on the package, credit card. <laughs> I mean, what do you guys think about this? Because this kind of blew me away. And this isn't the only toy that she receives that that's had a plastic credit card in it. She's got one other one that was a cash register. And that cash register did have money in it, like coins, plastic coins, but it also had uh, a little plastic credit card with it as well. Um, So that one was also, and we're going to talk a little about this, I have that one as well, right? But 
it's amazing to me when I started looking at this, because again, this has been a topic that's been kind of on our list of, of to-do topics for this podcast. But, you know, after looking into some of the other ones, you know, you look at like the game of life, twists and turns. They had a credit card at one time that was sponsored by Visa. Uh, Monopoly has a credit card version. Obviously, we're getting into some like older kid type games. Disney Junior Minnie Mouse Bow Fabulous bag set. Sounds fantastic, by the way. Comes with a credit card. Uh, step two, Stop and Go Market. Comes with a credit card. Leapfrog, Count Along Cash Register. Which, by the one, isn't the one that Avery has, but comes with a credit card. So guys, the question that we want to kind of talk about, and really I want to have an open discussion about is, is this cute? Like, is this just like, oh, how cute is that? They have credit cards or are toys like this beginning to already normalize debt and having a credit card, even at the early age. And what shocks me about this is just the early age that these are being introduced, you know, two, three, four, five years old. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think about this? Am I am I off my rocker when I say that this is a little alarming to me? And I think I don't think kids should have these types of things. I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, from my standpoint, it's um, it's it's scary. It like it if you would if like a few you know a number of years ago before I got on the whole debt program, I probably would be like, it does. What does it matter? Like, be, it says to me that the in you know the industry as a whole includes these enough because it is so normal so to like not include it is abnormal you know what i mean it's like like to us on this podcast right now and to people who've achieved that debt freedom and they've gotten away from credit cards it's nuts and crazy but if i put myself back in the shoes where i was a number of years ago yeah. You, oh yeah. You're charging it. That's so cute because yeah. <laughs> that's literally what I was doing. I was charging it. <laughs> that, and I think that is what makes this conversation so interesting is because for a lot of people, they don't even really think twice about it because debt usage, credit card usage, it, it is that normal that now we have pretty much made it normal for kids to have toys where they use these types of products and, and we don't think anything of it. But then we look at some of the flip side of the statistics that we talk about on this show. Uh, heck, we've even shared statistics on the show that share or that, sh that show that even kids are feeling the financial stress from their parents. Their kids are worried about the financial challenges that their parents are facing. We talk about the paycheck to paycheck life. 78% of people are living paycheck to paycheck. Like, that that's the scary part for me. And is that, you know, and, and you're right. I think back in the day, I probably would have felt the same way as you, Ryan. I don't think I probably would have thought anything of it. But when I looked at that credit card and, and honestly, like I said, I didn't even think anything of it the first time I saw it. I just kind of looked at it. And I said, oh, cool. Oh, it comes with this, this and this. Didn't even really think anything of it. But then when I went back and looked at it and she's playing with these things and she has this credit card in her hand, I'm like, wait, this is not a good thing. <laughs> like it got me thinking like I, she should, why does she have a credit card at two years old? It's just, it's baffling to me that that has become okay and completely normal. Well, I think if they're making, and it is it, Brian, you're right. It's like, it is normal, <laughs> but but then we we need to add like a little mailbox that has the bills and all the interest that they're paying. <laughs> right? A little fake mail that has like the, the visa bill. 
<laughs> no, that's that's another one. <laughs> Time to pay I'm, the bills. <laughs> I'm calling Fisher Price right now. <laughs> Can you imagine a toy like that? You get your you got your checkbook and your you know your bank statement and <laughs> your statements from the bill companies. And the uh, box should just be like their head on their their hand. <laughs> right. But but in all actuality, that's the truth. That's the part that gets kind of left out of all of this. And even even when we start talking about the marketing and advertising of debt, of course they don't talk about the pain that you feel when those bills hit the mailbox. You know, it starts at such a young age. It's that Oh, just swipe it. Get the purchases that you want. It's the magic card, right? Uh, in fact, I, I shared some of this information in Roots a while back ago that we were going to be talking about this, and some people even commented and said, "You know, my parent or my my kids feel like if I use the, you know, if I can if I say we don't have it in the budget or we don't have the money this month for something, they say, oh, well, just use your card. Well, that's because they they still haven't made the connection that just because you use the card, you still have to pay for that thing at some point, right? I think that's our kid, you know, the, our kids went through that as well. And I think that that is just how, how we are groomed to think like in this whole society nowadays too. It's like, buy now, pay later. Like don't, don't save up the 500 or thousand or $2,000 for the item you want, buy it and pay for it over the next five years. Yeah. And we asked this question, our live without payments group. And I just want to, I want to just, uh, kind of share what other other people were thinking too. Uh, and I asked, what do you think about toys and play sets that now include a toy credit card? Example, cash register, purse, games. Is this a good idea? Uh, Denise says, no. Big no. She does not think it's a good idea. Uh, Christina says, I mean, personally, I use a debit card for the majority of my purchases, and this is what my kids see me use most of the time. I have made it a habit to let my children be a part of my monthly plan for the money, which is awesome. I love that. We budget our money out together, and then when it comes time for it at the store, they know that we only get what we need unless we budgeted for it. Yes, yes, I know that it looks bad that they're using it as a credit card, but I would just reinforce with my children that it's a debit card and we only use money that we have. And and I think that brings up a good point. And I think, you know, um, Christina brings up a good point. I think that there's some age appropriateness to, you know, what we're kind of talking about here is that, you know, is there going to be a point in a child's life where we need, as parents, need to talk to them about credit cards and debt products and and debit cards and bank accounts and, and how ATMs were and how all this stuff works? Yes, absolutely. But does that need to start happening at two that that's the part of it that kind of is eye opening to me that at two, three toddler type toys, we're already giving them these types of tools to kind of start already mimicking that type of play. And you might be thinking, well, there, Brad, there's nothing illegal about this, though. Like, what is the what's the big deal? Well, let's look at this. Smoking isn't illegal either after the age of 18. So let's look at something else that used to be sold a while back ago called candy cigarettes, right? And I think there's a big comparison between these two things. So there was a study that was done, and it was called The History of Childhood Candy Cigarette Use is Associated with Tobacco Smoking by Adults. And this study was done by Jonathan D. Klein, Randall Thomas, and Erica Sutter. It was also published in the National Library of Medicine. And their, object, their objective was this, and I'm not going to go through the whole entire study. I just want to give you the findings of what they found out. Their objective was this. We examined whether childhood candy cigarette use was associated with adult tobacco smoking. 
Conclusion of this study was the history of candy cigarette use was associated with increased risk of ever and current smoking among this national representative online sample of adults. I believe the sample was a little over a thousand people. Odds of smoking increased as candy, candy cigarette use increased. These relationships persisted when controlled for sociodemographics. Elimination of candy cigarettes may protect children from products that promote the social acceptability of smoking. And guys, I didn't include this in this, this writing, but during that study, I was reading through it and it actually said that the smoking or the tobacco companies would actually reach out to the candy cigarette companies and help them design the package to look more and more like cigarettes. And again, these, these candy cigarettes, at least that I'm not aware of, weren't branded by the big tobacco, but they were made to look like it to get them already starting that habit of the use of smoke, you know, cigarettes, even if they were just candy. And, and this study proves that the more that people use them as kids, the more likely they were to use them and actually start smoking as an adult. So can we use this as an example? I think so. I mean, I really do. I mean, because at the end of the day, I mean, yes, smoking itself, yes, is the nicotine itself is addictive. There's no question about it, but so is the behavior and the habit of it as well. And I think from a credit card standpoint, using debt, that behavior of using debt, normalizing the idea of using debt, I think is all already generating those habits at such a young age. To me, it, it goes, I mean, this is com complete correlation in my, my opinion. What do you guys think? Well, I mean, you look at, I mean, I, I'm over the last few years, my kids have turned 18. And if you like, if the industry is 100% groom them because probably within a week or two of them turning 18, the credit card applications started coming in the mail addressed to them, you know, and when you go to colleges, there's a reason why there's a whole bunch of credit card tables out want you to sign up. And it, this isn't your first experience where you're walking on campus and you're like, what's discover card? What's MasterCard?" Like most 18 year olds know exactly what all those are well before they're 18 years old. Yeah. So I mean, hundred percent we're being groomed, but we've been, been groomed for the 70 plus years that the industry has groomed us, you know? So these, these, that's why these, it's hard sometimes because although it's frustrating with the toy manufacturers, but we've been groomed to like release these products to our kids because it is so normal. And yet we don't realize what we're going to cause them down the road because of that. Yeah. It's almost, I mean, it's, it's pretty much done unconsciously. I mean, it's become so normal that it's that it's become an unconscious thing that you're passing those things down. And I remember I remember getting my first credit card. In fact, mom, you know, our mom was the one that convinced me to get our first my first credit card at the age of 18 to start building my credit. And I can still remember when I got my first credit card. You know, you you feel like such an adult, like, oh, I got my first credit card. How cool is this? Right. And if you've already been playing now, back when we were kids, we didn't have toy credit cards like we just didn't have them. We had money. We had toy money. We had the plastic coins, like toy credit cards and debit cards. I don't, I don't ever remember seeing those as, as kids. But I could just kind of feel like as a, as a teenager today, you've played with those, those things. Maybe you've even started using a debit card early on in, in your teen years if you got a job and you got your own checking account. And then you get your first credit card. And that feeling of accomplishment, like I've made it, I'm an adult, I, I, just, I just don't see how the two – uh, really, really go hand in hand or, or really work together as far as giving these young kids 
these types of toys. And again, I get that they're cute. I don't want to look past that because people are going to be like, Brett, it's just cute. Stop stop looking into all this. But so are candy cigarettes. Ryan, I mean, I remember getting the bubblegum candy cigarettes. Remember those? Yeah, you blow oh, yeah, out them. used to blow it. had the powdered sugar in them and yeah. they blow out like the smoke. Smoke came out. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so, I mean, I get that those things are cute, but as the study has, has proven that. So did it, I got to ask, did either of you start smoking? Yeah, yeah I did. Both of us. Yeah. <laughs> yep. there's, yep. there's your study right there. I quit, I quit a long time ago, but yeah, I mean, it's it. We, we both did. And, and again, I mean, I guess that proves it for me. And that's why I think, you know, if, if you're looking at that study and saying, oh, it's just cute. Well, so are candy cigarettes. And that's my point. So, and again, it's not saying that you have to take all these things away from your kids. I think the, the point is, is that we have to have these conversations and, and have age appropriate conversations with them and, and giving them this stuff without having those conversations, I think is just setting them up. And again, it's not an absolute, like you're setting them up for financial disaster by them having this. No, I think what you're doing is you're helping them begin a pattern of behavior that most people are really struggling with as an adult. Um, you know, if, if you look at, in fact, in our life without payments group, we asked, um, you know, if you had to go back and teach your teenage self, something about money that you, that you wish you would have known then that, you know, would have changed your life. What would it be? Most people are saying, I wish I would have stayed out of debt. I wish I would have stayed out of credit card debt. I wish I would have not used credit cards or opened the credit cards, or I wish I would have started a budget, done all that stuff. Right. These are the things that we should really be sharing and, and working with our kids on. So. The other thing, too, I think is I think this conversation brings up um, this whole idea of of what habits as parents, uh, what are we reinforcing with our kids by our habits and our choices, the way we're managing our money? And, you know, your kids, our kids, whether we like it or not, are watching us and they're learning by observational learning. Uh, in fact, if you look at some of the statistics, and we're going to share some of these again, Capital One just released the results of a new CreditWise survey. This was just recently done within the last few months. Like we're talking like July of 2021 in connection with the national Get Smart About Credit Day. The results found that finances are the number one cause of stress. And if you think about everything that's going on in the world right now, COVID and just everything that's happening right now in the world, 73% are worried about their finances more than politics, work, and their family life. 73%, right? So when you start thinking about these cutish toys as kids, like this is what you could potentially be setting them up for. And for me, that's what I look at it and be like, heck no, I'm going to do everything as a parent as I possibly can to try to keep them from making the same mistakes that made my life miserable. And if that means taking away these plastic little cards because I don't think it's age appropriate, that's what I'm going to do. Because I, I just, I don't feel like you're setting them up for success when I know the statistics about most people and most people are really struggling when it comes to handling their money. So at the end of the day, you know, can you escape these toys and the marketing of debt. And no, you can't. I mean, these things aren't going to go away. In fact, as, as time goes on, they're going to be more and more prevalent. Um, you know, there's already been conversations and we've already had a, an episode on the, on this podcast about going to a cashless society. And, you know, could that happen eventually one day, a long time from now? Sure. Um, but no, you can't, you can't avoid some of these things, but what we can do is lead by example and teach. So increase communication, making sure those conversations are age appropriate when you're going to the store. In fact, this just happened to me the other day. Uh, I was getting a prescription refilled and they wouldn't, my debit card wasn't going through and knowing me last, 
He's like, Dad, do you just not have any money in your checking account? I'm like, no, of course we have money in the checking <laughs> account. Something else is just wrong with it. But he know he knows that at age 11 that there is money connected to that card because of the communication that we've had with him and saying that this is not a credit card. There is money in the bank, and we've showed him where we put that money. So when we use that card, that's where it pulls it from electronically. So he's already kind of making that connection when we use that card. And again, we were, we've been very intentional about those conversations with him. Even at the early age of five, when my wife would take him to the bank with cash, and he would hold the cash, he would put the cash in the tube, we would deposit it in the bank, so he would get a visual that this is where our money lives. And when we want to use it, we use this debit card. Right. But uh, John Wooden's got a great quote. He says, the most powerful leadership tool you have is your own personal example. And I think this is where this conversation really needs to kind of go to is that, you know, is it going to ruin your kid's life that they're playing with a plastic credit card? No, but it could potentially based on them looking at you as an example of how they're handling their money. You could be giving them a really bad example of, you know, debt and saving and budgeting and you are their best example so if you don't want to get rid of the plastic credit cards fine by me but at least i think as parents we need to step up and have a lot of those conversations and brian i mean you've got three older kids i mean you can obviously talk a little bit about this and and some of them are even getting to the point where they're adults and they're starting to do some of this stuff yeah i mean i think for us it's you know if i think back to the days when we 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 normalized debt and it was just you know you'll have debt you know, probably was even of the mindset you'll have student loans. Um, I don't think my kids would be in the position they're in. You know, I've got one that's in his senior year of college, uh, 100% on track to graduate debt free. Uh, we did not pay for that. Uh, we gave him a house to live in, which has not been fun for either party, but <laughs> he lives here. But, you know, I, I think he's he's paid for all of that and i think we we've kind of turned it around and we were able to set that example for him and all of our kids um my daughter's just starting college uh has everything paid for for the first year already um again she saved for it she's paid for it um it is possible but we stopped normalizing it um i can 100 percent probably say that because my son had aspirations of going away to school i want to go to florida florida state or where you know and it was like great and had i not changed our ways and stopped normalizing debt we probably would have encouraged that and he'd be graduating with i mean who knows 30 40 50 60 dollars in debt for the same degree um and then a lifetime of payments and misery because of it yeah yeah i can't tell you how many people who have gone through roots or people that i've spoken with and you know, after listening to our podcast or just at conferences that I've been to and how many of them have told me that they they just, they've struggled because they don't know any better. They, they've never been taught about how debt works, how interest works, how compound interest works, um, you know, how to, how to live on a budget. And they've just never been taught any of those, you know, those valuable lessons. And those are the things that we really need to focus on. And I think, Ryan, you hit, you know, hit it on key is that about this whole episode that we're talking about is just this whole idea of normalizing it and we just have to unnormalize it within our family. I think that's the, that's the only way that you're going to have a chance of, of getting them to hopefully not make a lot of the same common mistakes. Could they still make some? Sure. Absolutely. But, uh, I bet you they're going to make a heck of a lot less with the lessons and things that you can teach them and being a better examples as parents and, and handling that money. Hey, if you love planners, this is for you, but do you know why planners frustrate me though? Because they only get it half right. Now, sure, they're really fancy at helping you manage your time, which is really important, but where they get it wrong is money. Most planners don't include any financial planning, things like 
keeping track of paydays, bills and due dates, spending, yearly expenses, budgets, cash flow planning, debt elimination plans, goal planning. And that's a real pain. Then you've got to go and create your own. And who's got time for all of that? So instead, what happens? Nothing. We ignore our finances even more and things only get worse. Well, that all ends right now today. I am so excited to announce the release of our brand new, totally awesome debt freedom planner. Now, before you say, Brad, I've already got a planner. Well, this is not your ordinary day planner. This debt freedom planner is a companion tool that works with your day planner to help you save more money, pay off more debt, and melt away financial stress. This is literally the tool that we've all been waiting for that works with your planner to help you take control of your money. So head on over to therealdebtfreedad.com. Click on the Debt Freedom Planner in the menu to get all the details to order your very own Debt Freedom Planner today. Hey, hey, what's this I see? I thought this was a party. guys that's how it means it's time for the celebrations of the show and today we're kicking it off with lisa goss lisa says i am working on my budget for this month and next a twofer i love that this week i prepped all work meals and brought keurig coffee from home rather than eating out and going to the coffee shop awesome wins lisa great job sherry zulik stayed under budget for school supplies awesome oh man i had panic time uh when we're <laughs> as we're recording this school's just getting ready to start for us we start in september and uh it's uh, i go to the store yesterday and I'm, I'm responsible for the school supplies i go to the store and just about everything's gone and i'm like oh no <laughs> so i had a piece feel it all together i had to go to like two or three different stores yesterday uh, but I had panic. I had worry. But uh, great win. That's a great win, Sherry. Tammy Garcia. So printed out my bank statement and made it colorful. Eye-opening for sure. <laughs> yeah, no question. Yeah, if you're listening to this show and you still haven't gone through and done that, print out your last three to six months bank statements. Go to 12 if you want to be an overachiever. And get out those highlighters and categorize your spending. You will be amazed about where your money's going. Not only your bank statements, do it with your credit cards too. Uh, you will be amazed about uh, where your money's going. That's an awesome, awesome little uh, little project that you can work on. Tara Marie went through the budget with a fine-tooth comb and set up automatic payments for basically everything. Now I just monitor and watch things take place, including my debts beginning to dwindle. She says, yay, I also said no to dozens and dozens of things at the grocery store and only got what was on the list. Those are some amazing wins for you, Tara. Congratulations. Stephanie Barrett made our budget for the paychecks we got today and reviewed this morning to verify numbers. Make sure we know what is getting paid when. Really sitting down together to review it daily. Yeah, that is an awesome one, especially that last part. Really sitting mm -hmm. down together uh, as a couple and reviewing that thing daily. That is just, uh, that's huge. Awesome job. And residents, uh, we managed to pay off two debts and collections. Super happy about that. Yeah, that is fantastic. Congratulations to them. I know that they've been working hard since the beginning of the year. And a huge congratulations to all of you who are working your way towards financial freedom. And thanks for hanging out with us here today. We love your guys' feedback, and it also helps us grow our podcast, so please leave us an honest review. We read every single one of those, and as you guys know, the Debt Free Dad podcast is here to help you live a happier and stress-free financial life, so if you know someone who could benefit from our show, please give us a share. We appreciate you, and we will see you guys on an upcoming episode. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Debt Free Dad podcast. For more free resources to kick debt and financial stress, Head over to the real debtfreedad.com.